wrist action. Make sure that wrist don't look like blink. Tyler Dorsey out here, baby. Tyler Dor- oh, what's up, everybody? My bad. I was trying to get my Tyler Dorsey on out here. My bad, y'all. My bad. You too. What's good, everybody? MFFL. Glow Yard Game. What's up, everybody? Y'all already know who it be, man. It's your boys, man. We back again with a brand spanking new one for your head top. It is your boys from We Talk Mass here on the Globe Mass Production. Listen, man, I am the guy that's trying to work on my jumper like Tyler Dorsey out here. It is your boy, Real. And joining me is the man who taught Tyler Dorsey that jumper. And that's my boy, King. What's up, man? Nothing much, man. Look like he don't need any more help. He's doing good out there. But I just want to add on for any of the folks that cannot watch us on YouTube land, see our beautiful faces. You can always hear us on all your favorite streaming pl- platforms. Uh, that's every one of them, I think, just about. And uh, also, I believe on Anchor, if you could, you could help us out with the donation. If you want to, nothing is necessary, but you definitely can help us out. Yes, sir. Like my co-host has uh, just pointed out, if you guys want to donate to the channel, guys, you can donate in two different ways. We have Anchor. If you guys listen to us in podcast form, and you also have down here below me the Cash app. If you guys find it your heart to donate to the channel, guys, it will go a long way to help us grow this channel. At uh, dollar sign, we talk Mavs on Cash App, and also find, you can donate on Anchor. Um, with all that being said, guys, also you can follow us on our socials right here at We Talk Mavs on Twitter and We Talk underscore Mavs on Instagram. And also, if you guys enjoy Mav content as much as we do, guys, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, guys. We have a lot more coming to you. Listen, the season is right around the corner, y'all. Right around the corner. I know we got uh, preseason, and then, oh, before that, we got training camp coming. So. We got a lot for you guys. Also, if you enjoy the content, guys, hit that like button, man. That'll go a long way to help us build up the algorithm to reach more Mav fans like yourself to join the Glow Yard gang. All right, King, you ready to get into it, man? Absolutely. Let's do it, brother. Listen, man, y'all seen the thumbnail. So there was an article that came out uh, yesterday, I believe. Um, Reports from the great Mark Stein talking about the Dallas Mavericks. Could the actually this is right here? This is it right here, King. Let me just go ahead and show the people, man. This this is the article right here, King. Dallas Mavericks rumored that I'm a ball handler veteran. Uh, uh, Dennis Schroeder is probably the one name that uh, that's, that's being floated out there right there. But there's more links. You see these uh, pictures up here. These players. These are the main players that they're linking uh, to the Dallas Mavericks. This right here was uh, uh, part of the article from uh, Mark Stein right here. I'm going to go ahead and show y'all this. He says the Dallas Mavericks have considered the addition of one ball handling veteran to his roster before the season starts, according to NBA insider Mark Stein. Stein reports that the Mavericks general manager, Nico Harris, and vice president of basketball operations, Michael Finley, were in attendance to watch Dennis Schroeder at the Euro Baskets in 2022. He says in addition to Schroeder, uh, Stein listed Eric Bledsoe, Compazzo, uh, Alfred Payton and Dennis Smith Jr. as possible options for Dallas and free agency. So, King, it's a lot to unpack from that, man. Um, I know we talked about, I know a lot of people have been wondering, like, like I think you asked this on a couple shows ago. He was like, "Can this can't be it, right? They have to make more moves, right? So we just had a show recently talking about that, you know, there were reports that, that Dallas, you know, this could be it. And I think that was from Tim McMahon, I believe. Um, no, it's from Mark Stein, too. So I guess that he has new information. Uh, if y'all don't know, listen, Mark Stein is like the guy when it comes to Mavs. 
Um, I grew up on Mark Stein. He, he used to work for the Dallas Morning News before he moved up in the industry. He worked for ESPN at one point, too. Um, this guy, like I said, he's one of those guys. If he says something, guys, you, you better take it to the bank. He knows what he's talking about. He is that plugged in with the Dallas Mavericks. So he is saying now that Dallas might be looking at a ball handler. We know that they have one roster spot open, so it, it does make sense. We, we've been talking about this since we lost Jalen Brunson in free agency. We've been talking about Dallas needing another ball handler. And I think that uh, Dallas is kind of understanding that now, too. They want to go ahead and sure that up before we go into the season. So, uh, King, what do you, you think about that? Um. I think that's basically what we've been saying all off season, or well, well, basically since Jalen Brunson has uh, left the team, that we just needed another ball handler. Um, we weren't able to get one, I guess, in the trade uh, market. Um, so it's come to this, and uh, the Mavericks do need a secondary, ball, a third ball handler, I should say, but a guy off the bench that could um, handle the ball. Uh, so yeah, um, good targets. A few couple targets here we've talked about on the show, um, especially with Johnny B. Um, shout out to you, Johnny B. But um, I mean, if I want to rank the guys on the screen right now, if you want me to do that, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd probably yeah. I'd I'd probably go Dennis Schroeder number one. Um, maybe Alfred Payton two, Dennis Smith three. Um, aye, 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 man. Uh, he's, Pazzo and then uh, maybe Eric. I don't even know between the last two. It's a toss up. Um, but yeah, I like Alfred Payton. Um, I remember a few years ago he was uh, uh, towards the lead in um, triple doubles. Um, I think he has a little bit of talent, all around talent. Like um, it's a little bit of court vision, maybe a little bit smarter than, not smarter, but uh, better, you know, higher IQ than a Dennis Smith Jr. Um, I talked to you guys about the Schroeder. I haven't said it on the show yet, but when I thought about it, I was like, um, you know, Schroeder's from Germany. And, um, you know, the second home for a German, a a guy I would think would be Dallas, you know, especially a basketball player, being that Dirk's basically a German uh, legend. So if he had anywhere to show out and uh, prove anything wrong, he had anything to do, I think probably being under Dirk's shadow and all over in Dallas probably would help him out. So once I thought about that, I was like, maybe you should just grab him and bring him on board and see what he can do. So I know he's over there right now uh, watching Dirk's number get retired. They beat Dallas. I mean, they beat Luka, um, I believe, in the qualifiers, but they just lost today to Luka. Luka actually went off, I think, had a revenge game back against him today. But, um, yeah, man, I'm like, I'm at the point today. I'm at the point now of just like, yeah, bring Schroeder over. Um, let him play. Let him get some training camp. Uh, let him play under Dirk. Like I said, I think I think that right there alone will be an extra boost to him uh, coming on the team. But um, yeah, I think basically them be and, and and also we saw with the New York Knicks uh, with them sitting at playoff games and scouting guys, seeing that they really were interested in guys. So it's probably it's probably gonna be Dennis Schroeder. That's what it's looking like him um, to me right now. Yeah. Um... To be honest with you, King, I, I don't really want any of these people, but if we have to pick on you guys, uh, I don't want Compazzo, I don't want Alfred Payton, and I definitely don't want Eric Bledsoe. I definitely don't want Eric Bledsoe. Um, it's going, to me, it's going to come down to Dennis Smith and uh, Dennis Schroeder. I can't believe I'm saying that, man. I see Johnny B now. Uh, mm-hmm. No. Um, 
So I was thinking about this today when this news dropped before we did the show. I was sitting there thinking, like, let me break both of these guys down and just see, you know, their fit out of the two guys that I said I would take out of this out of this group. If we had to choose out of the out of this group, I would take these two guys, right? So I was sitting there thinking, yeah, Schroeder is probably more uh more prepared, more polished than all the rest of those guys. Um, I was thinking with Dennis Smith. I think me, you talked about this before when we brought up the fact that like uh, Amante Ellis or somebody like that, right, adds a different dimension to the team. I think with Dennis, I think he would help in an open court. You know, like he'll add that dimension to the team. Uh, I was watching some highlights of him today of, of uh, all the stops that he was at the De- Detroit, you know, Portland, Dallas, New York. And he was very effective in the open court. And that's like a dimension that we don't have because, you know, we, we're like the slowest pace in the league. So if we can kind of dominate with our pace, but every once in a while, got a weapon that can just go, you know, and get you easy points in transition, that wouldn't be a bad thing. And I think my curiosities piqued me, man, it's fact, uh, as far as I just want to see what this coaching staff can do with Dennis Smith. Like he comes in with a completely different mind frame, you know, um, not having – so I watched the video. I should this to you. Uh, so he did an interview with this uh, like small YouTube channel, and he talked about you know kind of his uh, his time here in Dallas under Rick Carlisle. And so just listening to that, like I said, seeing some of the highlights and everything, knowing what he can do, I was like, you know what? The post in him come back. But then the fact is him coming back, do you trust him enough to be your third ball handler? That was my next question to myself. And I was like, that's the part. Um, if out of him and Dennis Schroeder, I, I would probably trust Dennis Schroeder a little bit more to be my third ball handler. But my curiosity's peaked with uh, with Dennis Smith. I just want to see what he could do with a fresh new start here in Dallas with a brand new coaching staff that is known for developing players. So that's the part that got me. So like I said, it's between, it's between those two guys, I guess. If we had to choose, it'd be between those two guys. Now, what if all of a sudden we just it's all of a sudden we, we get hit with left field dodge trip or somebody you know what i'm saying like that they know we're doing something like that it's like oh they're gonna do this and then and this bam this you know what i'm saying so i don't know uh but those are my two choices if i had to choose man I, the other guys yeah. i think i'm good on them i think i think schroeder is um i think schroeder's better than dennis Smith jr I think he's probably going to be. I think he's better than he Dennis is. Smith Jr. He's probably better than Dennis Smith Jr. ever is going to be. I think there's two things that a couple of things that halters um, that stunts growth in the NBA and in other sports as well. Um, injuries is a big thing. Um, Dennis Smith Jr. deals with that, and um, losing time early, man. Like losing time, not being able to play seasons and just missing time in the NBA is major. And, like, Dennis Smith is a young guy, but Dennis Smith is – I don't know how many games he's played in the NBA now. Like, what, maybe, like, not less than 200 maybe at this point? Maybe – got to be close to that, right? So, Probably. he's just – I think he's, he's he's stunted growth, as bad as that sounds. I mean, maybe, maybe there can be some major story where he changes and does something, but he's had a few stops now, and it hasn't worked. His jumper still doesn't look like her or anything like that. And he has to be hitting what? Uh, if Luca's what hitting twenty four this year, he got to be hitting twenty five, which is time usually when you know what a player is. So um, I'm, yeah. I'm 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 not big on on Dennis. He came like, in what two thousand seventeen, so yeah. 
Yeah, so I feel like I feel like I feel like Peyton, I feel like Alfred Peyton actually can control the ball. That's my thing with him. Um, like he may not be the greatest scorer and all, may not give you that all the time, but he could be a guy that can set it up at Tim Hardaway Jr. and all. That's my thing, my reason of picking it up for him. I'm thinking of just just handling the basketball. And uh, like I said, Dennis Schroeder is the dude. Composite was just a liability on defense and like that'll our defense on the bench would just be horrible. And um I just don't like I just don't know what our Blesso does. Like I feel like he should be a football player or something instead of a basketball player. So um yeah, I just that's that's my no, pick. So I'm my, my I'm, thing I'm the thing only thing with No, my only thing with the whole Alpha Payton thing, right? I, I I believe that Dallas is looking for somebody who's kind of in that mode of what uh, Jalen Brunson brought, like someone who can can put pressure on the defense, someone who can go out there and get their buckets, but can also set people up if the if uh, things break down. So that's why I'm just like Alfred Payton's not really known for shooting, you know, scoring, and that's just never really been his forte. He, he can set people up, but I, I think their their idea is more of a guy who can put pressure on the defense. Along with setting everybody else up, and I'll do that, man. That's always been his knock when he came into the league. You know I would agree with you, Ro. If these, if we were looking at these five guys and saying they were going to start with Spencer Dinwiddie being the starter now, I don't see that that Jalen Brunson role is really is separated now in just different ways. Like different guys just give you Jalen Brunson. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, when he, Spencer Dinwiddie's job really now is to be Jalen Brunson. That's really what it is. We added on Christian but it, Wood. It's not, it's not the fact that they're trying to – I'm not saying like they got to be Jalen Brunson, but the thing is when we had Jalen Brunson and Luka and then you added Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie can yes. do the same things that Jalen and Luka can do. Yes, but so I think they're going to look at it the same way with this. Can these guys, have, whoever we bring in, can do the same thing as those two guys can do. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but you didn't have Tim Hardaway Jr. Last year you didn't have Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, but I mean, Tim, Tim Hardaway Jr. Somebody to set him up too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's that's what I'm saying. To you listen, listen, what I'm saying to you. So if you take Spencer Dinwiddie off the bench and you split him in half, you have Alfred Payton and you have Tim Hardaway Jr. Is what I'm saying to you. So that's the bench as far as you got a guy that sets a guy up and you got a guy that can score. That's the way it is on the bench. Is what I'm saying to you. Like the real big issue on the bench is not the score. Tim Hardaway is going to be jacking them shots on the bench. Like that's. He's going to be doing that, especially but, with no uh, no Spencer Dinwiddie playing on the bench with him. Like that's Tim Hardaway Jr.'s role. He's a, he's an eighty million dollar guy. The only, the only thing about that is we had Jalen Brunson filling that role, who was playing alongside Tim Hardaway, who was not a, a setup type of guy. You know what I mean? He was still doing the same thing that Spencer and, Dinwiddie and Luke were doing and while J- coming off the bench playing with Tim Hardaway. And JB wasn't JB yet. That was the issue. Remember. So the issue is that they stayed. Yeah, he, with, I mean, yeah, he wasn't giving you like twenty or nothing like that, but he was still playing similar style though. He, they were playing a similar style, but he wasn't. He wasn't shooting the ball ridiculously. JB before he came, when he started when he was on the bench, he wasn't shooting a three. Um, like I just think Alfred Payton can work, especially if you got Tim Hardaway Jr. working. It's on the bench, and then you still got your guy, uh, a couple guys with Josh Green. You got the new guy, uh, Jaden Hardy, who's going to set. Jaden Hardy really is the guy that could possibly be the new. Uh, Jalen Brunson at the end of the day. Like, that's the guy that could be a little bit of everything, possibly. It's, it's a wild card to see what he becomes. Excuse me. But I think with Tim Hardaway coming back, Tim Hardaway's going to score a little bit more. Tim Hardaway do something in the bag, maybe dribble to the basket a little bit more than he was already. Um, I just want a ball handler. Like, that's why I would, I would deal with Alfred Payton. Like, I'm fine 
with the same team we have, I told you already, we're just another ball handler. I just want somebody to make Tim Hardaway Jr. life easy so that Tim Hardaway Jr. can feast off the bench instead of not being able to do anything off the bench. Like, I just need a guy that can help those guys out. That's all I need. So I understand your reservations about him, but I think he does the one thing that I just need on the bench, and that's a guy that can handle the ball and pass the ball and play some defense. There was one part of here I didn't, I didn't touch on. So the way they're talking is like this person isn't going to get a lot of minutes in general. You know what I'm saying? Like they're they're not looking at it as like okay, he's that third guy that's gonna spell Luca and Spencer. They're talking as they're like this guy gonna get uh, you know, JJ Barrera his last year with the Mav minute. You know what I'm saying? So do you? I, I don't see them getting a, a Dennis Schroeder. Say for example, they get Dennis Schroeder. I don't get him. He only fifteen minutes a game. I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know how many minutes he played in. Uh, Boston, because Houston, that's a different situation. But Boston, I don't, think, I don't know how many minutes he played in Boston when he actually was part of a winning team. Yeah, I don't. So I don't know. I The way it sounds, it sounds like, <clears throat> the way it sounds, it sounds like the Mavericks know something we don't. If they're going to bring one of these guys in and be a J.J. Barrera role, then we have somebody on the team already that's the ball handle. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, that's that uh, has to be the they, 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 well, remember, Mark already kind of put that that little stamp on on Frank Nilakina. He talking as if Frank Nilakina's gonna oh. be another ball uh, ball handler. Yeah. yeah, remember he said that. <laughs> he said that himself. It ain't something we making up. It's something he said himself. And I like I, said, I like I, Frank and all, but there's no Frank is not even like for surely better than anybody on his list. Like, like you, I you, exactly, I you can't like I, say for Frank sure. is better in the role they put him in last year. Yeah, but like you can't just say for any team, like man, Frank's better than him. Frank, like I think most folks would say Dennis Schroeder is better than Frank Nilakina. I'm sorry, um, yes. and then the rest of the guys, like Frank was about to not be playing anymore. Like let's not forget that before last year. So yeah, man. Like I don't know. I hope. Maybe they're gonna yeah, get Frank a chance. Maybe Frank. Maybe Frank is one of the leagues. Frank was the same year as DSJ. Frank was the same year as DSJ. Remember, so yeah. uh, if you're giving DSJ another chance, you can give Frank a chance. So maybe they're saying, "Hey, they want to give Frank a chance. See if he still develops with this system. Maybe he does something a little more next year. I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe Frank's still young too, and he was a higher draft pick than uh, Dennis Smith Jr. So maybe so, man." I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go in the season with that mindset. But now, yeah, no, 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 sir, no. All right, man, we putting your house up, King. Who, 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 if you had to say right now, who are we going into the season with? uh, These guys on this list, Dennis Stroud. It's gonna be Dennis. Yeah, I mean, because why? Why did Mark Stein say? They were at Dennis Schroeder's game watching yeah. him in the Euro games. It's gonna be Dennis. It's Dennis. I mean, yeah. I, I think Dennis. so too. Johnny Bravo on um, his It's Dennis. Oh man. We I mean, I, t- I told no. you we get him for the minimum though. I don't care. That's what I'm I told you. I've been said that like we get him for the minimum. It's one year too. Yeah, one year. And I'm telling you, I think for I, for some reason I'm getting that feeling now because I, I don't know why that it didn't click. He's German, so 
I think that plan in Dallas thing under the, the whole German Dirk gets his uh, supposed statue next year. Like, I think that might be awesome. Yeah, we got we got uh, Maxi. Remember that too. Yeah, Maxi's awesome. I think it might be awesome actually. Okay. No risk. No risk, bro. All right, bro. Middle, no risk. We're hitting. No, 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 no. You're right. It ain't. It ain't. I just, I just don't. Man, look, look, Dennis got to come in. He got to buy in, though, man. He had to buy in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, I wish Dennis Schroeder was kind of like, um, like a Terry Rozier. You know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of point guard. Like, you know, like I said, Terry Rozier is not like a, a Chris Paul or nothing, but he can attack and he can get uh, people involved. He can play within the structure, bro. He showed it in Boston. He's showing it right now in Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? I, I just want him to be that because. You know, there there are some knocks against Schroeder, which is going from team team right now, and he hasn't been picked up yet. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like you, you think, like you said though, out of all these guys, he's probably the guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you think you think Schroeder? You think he respects Dirk? Oh yeah, oh yeah. If, I think if he you, does, if sure. you think he respects Dirk, and you do, you know for sure, Dirk works for the team now, right? So if anybody can get yes. through to anybody, some you're kind talking of, about some kind of capacity. He does. You're talking about team, and you're talking about the possibility of Jason Kidd maybe getting through to Dennis Smith Jr. Like I'm saying, we have Dirk. Dirk should be able to get through to Dennis uh, Dennis Schroeder. Like I don't think Dirk. I think Dennis Schroeder will probably feel like a certain way if he let Dirk down. That might be the type of relationship they have. So I I think it might work. That's what I'm saying. I think Dennis Schroeder might work over here. And he might want to stay long term. He might have a great season and then want to stay long term. So let me ask you a question because this is going to happen. This happened last year with our three ball handlers. Can you see Dennis Schroeder playing with either Luca, just Luca, or just Spencer Dinwiddie? Yeah. So you remember at the end of the year when I told you we were uh, Josh um, Josh Richardson away? I mm. said if we get Josh. If we had the real Josh Richardson that we wanted. I'd be fine. I think yeah. he can be that Josh Richards. I think that I think that's Dennis Stroder. I think he can do exactly what we wanted Josh Richardson to do. Right. So if he can right. do exactly what we wanted Josh Richardson to do, I, I think we'd be perfectly fine. And I think he can do that. I think he's better than Josh Richardson. Oh, that's not that's not, that's not even a question. That's well, definitely not even a question. Do you think I, he was better? Do you think he's right now better than Josh Richardson was the year before he came to Dallas? Is he better right now than the year before? The year before Josh Richardson came to Dallas and and uh, what was it Philly? Yeah. Then he should be better, right? Then we should win. We should be fine. Think about it. What I just said. We we went and got Josh Richardson from Philly, and you mm -hmm. saying that Dennis Schroeder right now is better than that Josh Richardson? Then what's the problem? Is he better than Josh Richardson, Miami? Yes. Josh Richardson. I'm about to say, I've got two Pauls, man. What's going on, King? Uh, Josh, Josh Richardson was on the up, was on the upswing of possibly being something better than that, but yeah, Dennis Schroeder is better than Josh Richardson right. in Miami. Yes, right now. All right, bro. Are you up? I already hear you. To what you really man. About, I already hear you cheating. I, hear I didn't do nothing. No, I was trying to my fingers. I was popping my fingers. King, what are you talking about? I heard you. 
Oh, hey, go go ahead and get into what you really want to talk about, man. Oh, about uh my guy uh Tyler Dorsey looking incredible. Tell That's not really got my guy. On the way, man. I, I wish, man. But Tyler Dorsey out here looking amazing. He's on a two way contract. I don't know if he. Bro, I was I was watching something, man. Uh, was it was it one hundred five three? It might be one hundred five three on YouTube, and I think one of them was like, man, listen. If he played this way going into the season, Dallas might have to make a decision, bro. Like, real, he I been playing past his two way contract, bro. I want to see him get burned. Like, I want to see him play, yeah. play for the team, and actually possibly like be a big off the bench. Or like, I can see him filling the JB role more than a Spencer Dinwiddie did. I think he, the way he plays, he fit better as a two beside Luka Doncic and Spencer Dinwiddie off the bench. Like we said, bro, is that main ball handler? You know, he remind me of. A bigger Patty Mills, yeah. That's the type of player that you could use beside Luka Doncic. Yep. I, I wanted Patty Mills before he went to uh, Brooklyn, so yeah. And if Tyler Dorsey, he we saw the guy as well, Johnny B that you sent. I forgot his name uh, from the G League that we picked up. Oh, yeah. uh, Two way guy, man. That guy, that guy as well. I mean, it, it's exciting watching them do that in the G League, but then you remember that he's in the G League. Like if that makes sense, oh, like. Man. It's like, yeah, he's he's throwing up crazy you gotta, you shots. You gotta, gotta tear him down, man. Doing great. I'm not yeah, trying to tear him down, but if it was that easy for him to NBA, he'd be in the NBA doing it. You feel right. me? Like you wouldn't get him. So it's a potential and a possibility. It's awesome to see. Like if he could just catch and shoot, he gets so many. The thing is, is that guys, it's it's actually a harder shot because it's wide open. If that makes sense, like Luca gives guys so they be so wide open, it's like kind of embarrassing if they miss. So they, they like start thinking about it and they like miss shots and all that kind of stuff. So we just need a knockdown shooter that can just knock down shots wide open. Like you got a wide open. I wish we still kept Seth Curry. Like we got rid of Seth before the spacing can be right both times. Like I just hate that we, we got rid of him at the wrong times, but it is what it is. But uh, Tyler Dorsey is looking incredible over there playing for Greece. Um, they're over there looking at him as well. So that's a great thing that Jay Kidd and all over there seeing him play. Um yeah, man, like we might have a little something going on a low. Like I said, the Mavericks may know something we don't know. And that's what I'm saying. Like we may be questioning this team again, and they're like, we got guys in this team y'all don't even know about. So we'll see, man. I'm excited. Uh, is, to that, see these is, guys. That, is that Nico doing his homework, bro? That's what I'm saying. Nico usually is a baller that just know how ballers play. And it seemed like he's picking up guys that man, Ty, I want to see Tyler Dorsey play. I'm I'm ready to see him play in train in uh preseason. Preseason, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to see him play with the man, team, but the, the guys he, actually play. Nico said in in the uh, interview he had with Iggy and Evan Turner, like people think like, oh, you know, when they, their mind goes to Nico before the marriage, you know, he's with Nike, and he t- he said that he also had connections with guys overseas too. You know, what I'm saying when he worked for Nike, uh, that's how he knew Luca. That's how him and Luca knew each other. Um, so. That's, he probably saw Tyler Dorsey and all that stuff uh, before he became a, a MAV GM or president of basketball operations. Like, he saw Tyler Dorsey and what he can do and stuff like that, man. And like I said, he looked good, man. And, and, and it looks good for him because he's playing with another dominant superstar. Yeah. So that goes to show you that, okay, he's playing with that type of superstar. What can he do with a guy like Luca who is going to set you up? <laughs> he going to set you up. Like you said, you're going to get some of the most wide open three because he's going to – Cause a vacuum, man, to where he's going to command like two or three guys on him. 
and it's gonna leave you, Lee Dodo, Lee Reggie, whoever else open for these wide open threes, man. You're gonna be in paradise playing off of this kid, right. man. Tyler playing, Tyler putting up like 18 a game, it looked like, and yeah, that's overseas playing the year and Euro basket with Giannis and all is your number one over over here with more time and all. That's probably like 20 points a game. You putting up as the number two. Like playing behind another superstar, like Tyler Dorsey is is dominant right now. Like I never expected this out of this guy, but hey, he's the number two on their team right now. That's what I'm saying. Well, he, he's the number two right now, and Giannis put him eighteen, like eighteen a game, probably like sixteen or so. Would it probably be a comfortable around nineteen twenty a game over in, in the states if he was over here right. and he was playing the minutes and all that? Like that's what I'm saying. Like that, he's out there putting up buckets. So I, he has a good jumper. His handle is is decent. Like it's not like trash. It's good for a two guard. Uh, like I think he's one of players too. Like you give him a uh, an inch a day. Like yeah, that's Bro, it. Bro. I, that's he it. can finish at the rim. He got a little move. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if Spencer Dinwiddie finishes the season starting at two guard. I don't. I, I get that feeling. And it's, that may not happen. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Let's definitely make a trade or something or whatever. Yeah, we'll see. Telling you, man. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about, man? Uh, I don't think so. Did I tell you, as I don't speak on, you made me feel a certain way now. How you say what? I said you made me feel a certain way now. Did I tell you I had something to speak on? Maybe I told you something I forgot. No, no, you talk about the Tyler Dorsey thing. You want to talk oh, about him? No, nah, I think that's yeah, yeah, ball. Of course, Luca balling. They killed Germany. Like, I mean, he 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 dominated Germany, man. I think he had like what thirty some points, thirty six points, something like that. Ten rebounds, seven assists, or something. Yeah, he's a uh, he's um, I saw him like talking afterwards. Like he's uh he's not he's not skinny. Uh, he's converting. He's converting fat to muscle. Like uh, Luca's out there. He's uh he's out there flexing and all. And I'm like, all right, I see definition forming and all. So. Lucas Beeson out there. Like, he's doing some things out there. I've seen him just bullying guys, getting under the rim and just, I mean, pump fake it into their chest. Uh, and ones and all, like, left-hand finishes. This guy, I feel like this year at the rim, he's going to be unbelievable. I told you. It, he he should shoot. He usually shoots for, like, nine threes a game. I think he should drop him down a couple more this year, like maybe seven. Six. So. I would think, like, six or seven years. That's what I'm saying, like, six, seven, something like that. I think he can shoot a higher percentage from three. He can get a three-point percentage on the higher side at 35 and shoot like 50% from the field, man, as far as going to the uh, the rim. I really believe it, this is going to be an awesome year coming up for Luke. I really do. His conditioning looks ridiculous. He's playing defense, block shots on guys like – I think it is. I think this might be an excellent year for Luke. Man, I hope you're right, man. I really do. All right, can you ready to get to the peoples? Yeah, let's do it. Let's give the people what they want. Just Rose. to give the people what they want. Boy, J. Yeah. All right, man. Listen, guys, y'all already know how this works, man. I got any questions or any comments addressing us, guys, please, by all means, hit us with the WTM, guys, so that way we know that you're addressing us and not one of your fellow Glow Yard members. King, you ready to get into this thing? Let's do this, King. First Let's up. Do it. Got cuz he said, Glow Yard, what's happening? He said, uh he said, Y'all need a slot on NBA TV. Oh yeah, King Love NBA TV. They watch it every day. What's the guys? They should be the four guys. I forgot uh, Spider said. Uh, I forgot their names. The guys that were like doing the podcast and uh the Canadian dudes, I think they are. I can't remember their names. I don't know. Uh Smito, what's good, man? It's a good morning from Germany, although Luca destroyed it. Yeah, man. 
Good night. He had that bad game. Not, but yeah, his uh his bad game in that last game. So he had to make up against y'all, man. Sorry about that, Smito, man. Yeah. Uh Jeffrey says, What's up? Uh hope all is well. Yes, sir. Yes, it is. What up, Jeff? Be even better when Thursday comes. Uh let's see. Uh, Jeffrey says, uh, you think Tyler Dorsey is looking like a steal with a two-way spot? He has done phenomenal uh, and great spot of shooter. Yeah, man. He looking pretty good. Like I said, they were talking about that on the fan, man. It was like, look, Dallas might have to make a decision. Yeah, Tyler Dorsey coming to the season playing like this. Because remember, he only can play in, what is it, 54 games or something like that as a two-way player. So, yeah. which would be crazy if him being a two-way player – and he's being a part of the rotation as a two-way player. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But then he can't play in the playoffs because he's a two-way player. So, like I said, that he coming here balling, man. And on that two-way contract, Dallas might have to make a decision, man. Got to cut somebody. Make a decision. Cut it to White Powell. To By the end of the year, going we'll into see. the playoffs, tell him it's time to go. Community served. He did his service. Hey. Hey man, don't be don't be hating on community service uh, champion of all time, yeah, bro. I'm not you man. hater, King. Some people got hate community bro. service, man. Uh, Court says that Josh Green train is building up steam. He says Spencer is getting in the work with McGee in the uh, PR in the PNR uh, pick and roll. Uh, Luca looking like Dirk with the fade. He said, uh, "Bro, uh, odd winning MVP." Uh, I think he said he is, is winning. Bro is winning. Probably uh, is winning MVP, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hope so, Corey, man. Like I said, if he come in just like this, like I remember last, was it last year, when he had that, uh, he played, and then like he had like those, like three or four weeks off, and then he just kind of just let himself go. Yeah. Luckily this year, like him playing, he's going to pretty much just play right into training camp, so he's not going to really have any excuse to not come back in, come back in shape. So. Yeah. You see, uh, you see Josh Green picks? Josh yeah. Green in the gym. Yeah, uh, Johnny hit. He attacked us in the Josh time, yeah. Green in the gym. Yeah, I see him. Josh, he might be juicing, but he he on our team. So Man, don't be Josh Green snitching. in the gym. I ain't snitching. I ain't say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear juicing, bitch. RC said, "Let's go, glow yard." Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I see. Uh, Smito says, uh, "Did you guys find a way to watch the Euro bet?" No, nah, I still haven't watched it, man. I. I could have sworn somebody they had said it was on ESPN Plus, but I still ain't got my ESPN Plus set up, man. I told you, I Twitter and then on YouTube, I keep like refreshing it to see the highlights. Yeah, that's why I've been watching. I've been keeping up with. It. I've been watching all, all the highlights of all the teams. Yeah. Man, they got some ballers out there right now. Yeah, man. We playing some good ball. Okay, yeah. Okay, so Coy said it is on ESPN Plus. See, that's what I said. Yeah. I just got a. I got ESPN Plus. I've just never used it. You know, the reason why I got it is because it was in that little bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu and all that stuff. And so I ended up getting it with that just because it was like 20 bucks or whatever. So I guess I need to go ahead and set that up so I can start watching it, man. I might do that. Matter of fact, I'm going to do that after we get done with the show, man. Because uh, I want to watch my boy Luca, man. Uh, Jeffy said, I think DSJ was uh, dealt a bad hand. But it can be a pure score off the bench, a slasher like Monte, which is what I said, Jeffrey. Um, I mean, Monte's better, but he can kind of be in that vein. He, he can add a different dimension to what we have already. You know what I'm saying? I know we're a slow paced team. He can kind of be that guy that can add that different. It's kind of like in football when you got that that punt returner. 
or that kick returner. They can add that different dimension to your team. You add an extra weapon to your team. I, I know he's a pretty good, you know, full court player. So that could probably add a different dimension if we end up picking him up. I think that he can bring that back. I think he'll, he'll play a little bit more, uh, more free, a little bit more loose under Jason Kidd. Because all Jason Kidd want to do is make these people the best version of themselves and to just let them be comfortable in the skin they're in, man, as they're playing the game and not just kind of, you know, hold the restraints on like uh, Rick Carlisle did. Yeah, Jeff, uh, DSJ was definitely dealt a bad hand. I 100% agree with you. Um, and he's the best. about that in that interview, too. I need to send that to you. I've seen it where he's sitting there with no shirt on after playing the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. But, um, yeah, he was dealt a bad hand. Um, That's the best best story. Like, that would be love. If if DSJ was somehow to come back over and resurrect his career and, like, become a Mav, a lifelong Mav, and just, like, be a a reasonable player and all that, like, that would be awesome. So, I mean, I would love that to happen, but I don't know. I just feel like, like if that's the point, then just ask Dennis Schroeder to do that, because Dennis Schroeder probably better doing it than DSJ right now. Uh, Smarter got an interesting one here, King. He says, uh, "I believe in Nick and Nick's locked on Mad conspiracy." He says Schroeder already has an agreement with the Mads, but they sign him. Uh, uh with the Mad that they uh, sign him if they don't get a trade for either Clarkson or Conley done. Hmm. Shoot, shoot. I might rather I might rather have um Dennis Schroeder than Mike than Mike Conley. Oh shots. Oh sorry. Is it, is it is it really shots? shots? Is it really <laughs> shots? I mean, do you disagree? Let me, let me add the let me add the hold on, King. Hold on, man. You messed my stuff up. <clears throat> I gotta get this throw. Shots. I mean, what is that hold on, what does that say about Mike Conley? Because that's why I said shots. Because what does that say about Mike Conley? If you saying that a guy who's not signed to a team is better than a guy who is signed to a team. What is that they try, They're trying to get rid of him. That's what I'm saying. That's that's why they're trying to do that. That's why you hear his name yeah. in the past couple of years exactly. in the trade room is because uh, they don't want him. He's anymore. older, too. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, Mike Conley was a be- Mike Conley's a better player all around. His career bet way better than uh, Schroeder. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm just saying right this second, yeah, i definitely take Schroeder over Conley. You, I think you guys said Conley still has a couple years left on his on – his, his contract too, right? So yeah, Schroeder's only a one this year. Schroeder's one year. You don't have to give anybody up. Conley is you have to give something up to get him, and you got to keep for more than one year. So I'd rather have Schroeder. Giving up is the Dwight Powell, bro. I mean, you want to give up Dwight Powell? Does it really help us though? Does that trade help the White Powell from 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 Mike Conley? Yes. I guess I guess it ball yeah, it gives it something, yeah. but does it really move the needle? Is it like, oh man? Uh I mean, I don't know. Cause now don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not taking up with Connie, but he is a ball handler and he's his responsibilities would be lessened with Dallas. Like with Utah, you were asked to do a whole lot more in Utah. You were asked to help uh not only facilitate and get everybody set up, but you also were asked to help score with Donovan Mitchell here, like, look, we just need you just to kind of be that third guy, the third ball handler, not the third guy, but third ball handler. You got like four or five, six guys ahead of you when it comes to the pecking order of you scoring. You just come in here and just don't mess up. Make sure, like you said, set guys like TSJ up. You know saying, what I'm saying? So you saying like Alfred Payton? Is that that what you're currently saying? No, because he he's a better, he's a way, way, way. Way ten years later, way better scorer than Alfred Payton has ever been. 
bro, I don't know right now if he that much better of a scorer than Alfred Payton is, but Alfred Payton a better defender than Mike Conley is right now. Like right way, now, way, 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 ten, ten years later, later. way. <laughs> way. <laughs> He's that much better defender. Yeah, like, he, he, he rebounder, everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mike Conley, he would just like I saw him that role he played with Utah. Like, he wasn't even being a facilitator and all. Like, Mike Conley was trash the last like year with Utah. Like, God, that was trash. Yeah. that was bad, man. Like, that wasn't good at all. He 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 wasn't doing anything. So, if we get that Mike Conley and we start with him for a couple of years, I don't want him at all. Stay yeah, away. Good point. Yeah, good point. Like I said, twenty million a year too, or whatever it yeah, is. It's like, like yeah. Kyle Lowry all over again. No, stay away. Ooh, that's a good comparison. Jesus. Uh, Jeffrey says, uh, "How great of a passer is Schroeder? Because we need someone to facilitate and set up the second unit." But Luca should be getting forty-two to forty-three minutes a game. Listen, the thing, the thing is, okay. So, I think we brought this up before. When people think of ball handler, people think we're saying point guard. That's not what we're saying. Because yes, technically. Uh, Jalen Brunson was a point guard, but how how much was he really setting people up? He wasn't after giving you seven, eight, nine assists like yeah, a traditional point guard would. When he seven, started. eight, nine assists a game. When he started alone, he did. When he played two guard, he got you five. That's what and that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm, that's the point I'm trying to make. It's like we're at like when we say ball handler, a ball handler is somebody who can create the offense for the sill without needing anybody to set them up but can also facilitate to the point that they're a competent facilitator. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just need him to get you about four or five assists. Somebody who could take the pressure off of Luka. Like you said, Luka going to play 42, 40. I hope he don't play that much, but 42, 43 minutes. You want to help take that pressure off of Luka to where it's not all Luka being a ball handler out there. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that's what they mean by ball handler. They're not saying because point guard, I mean, Mike Conley's a point guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not really what we're looking for. Just a ball handler, a guy who can create pressure on the defense, but can also facilitate a little bit the way, like, especially Dinwiddie is. Like, Dinwiddie is not a, a, a point guard, but he's a, a ball handler, somebody who can create pressure on the defense, but at the same time can draw enough attention to where he can find guys to set guys up to, to, to score with. Yeah. Yeah, basically, we need either a, we need either a point guard or a combo guard, really, at that position. I, I feel like... um. You can't get a guard like a, a Clay Thompson or, or a Tim Hardaway Jr. That wouldn't work for us because they don't yeah. dribble the ball or do anything. You need a guy that can dribble the ball, put the ball down, drop to the rim, and, you know, pass the ball to other guys to get them high and get them going as well and just give the ball up and be able to do that. A uh, guy that basically at the court, if you played it at the, um, on the streets, you just got to pick up a, a one. Somebody that can run one for us. We have nobody on the second unit that can run the one for us at all if we play pickup exactly. games. So. That's basically what we need. Somebody that can give everybody else the ball and that can't get stripped and uh, that can get to the rim if they need to as well. So, as Ralph said, just somebody that can facilitate a little bit, do a little something, but just a guy that can control the basketball. And Luca also, exactly. hold on. I'm one less person. <clears throat> Go, ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I hope Luca gets like 36, 35, 36 minutes a game this year. I'm hoping that he gets there. Yeah, that's more reasonable. You said 42, 43. I'm like, Jesus, nah, you're trying to I'm kill him. Like, <laughs> I know, I know you're still a baby, but Jesus, that's a lot of me. That's old school. Yeah, that's old school. That's, that's Jordan-esque right there. Uh, uh, Brolaw says uh, they won't play much. He said they want to sign him to the role that uh, Dry is turned down. He said, why are we 
set on having the role on this team? Uh, why are we set on having that role on the team? Uh, the thing, the thing though about the Draghi thing, I think they've had more to do with Draghi's age too, Rolo, and Jalen Brunson too. I'm trying to remember if they, if they, they were trying to go after Draghi before they knew that they lost uh, Jalen Brunson. Before. Okay, before. so see, okay, so yeah, so that's yeah. why, that's why they were talking about the Draghi's role being lit lesson because of those two things. You know, what I'm saying you're gonna play the JJ Barrera role is what he's gonna do. Then on top of that, he's older. The last two years, Dragic has been missing a lot of games, you know what I'm saying, due to his injuries. So you don't want to you want to play a guy that age with that history, you know, 35 minutes a game. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that's why they were saying that with Dragic. Now it's gonna be different because now you need, like King's been saying, you need somebody now to play the Spencer Dinwiddie role. Because Spencer Dinwiddie is playing the Jalen Brunson role. Yep. So it's different now. So if you're playing the Spencer Dinwiddie role, you're gonna be asked to do a little bit more. So that's why we're saying, you know, you get like a Schroeder or somebody in here that can play that role compared to, you know, Dragic coming in playing the the last year of J.J. Barea's role. Yep. I agree. Uh, Ty said we missed on not getting Dragic. I don't I don't think we did, man. I don't think we did. It would have been nice to have I, him right I, now, honestly. I mean, yeah, it would been nice. But, you know, I'm not, I'm not losing his sleep over not having Dragic. I just – like I said, Dragic is a little bit older, man. I just I don't see him playing not all year. 25, 30 minutes a game, you know, like Spencer Dinwiddie. Not, not all year. Yeah, not all year, man. Not not spent. Remember, you're talking about him playing Spencer Dinwiddie role. I, I just can't see him doing that consistently all year. You're gonna break the guy down. Yeah. Which is why Dallas was saying that to him when they were talking about trying to sign him. Even in um what did he, he went to Chicago, right? Yeah, he was Chicago. So, so he's he's not only behind Lonzo, he's behind uh, Caruso as well. Alex Caruso, yeah. You see, like he's playing that role that we said that emergency point. Uh, fact, it's a spark. Actually, to be honest with you, is he behind uh, Kobe White too? I think I think Caruso plays like the two. Like they switch between two guards between how they can play. Like he's a he's a ball handler. He's a ball handler. Yeah, Caruso will work on his team. He's a guard. He's, he can just play guard. Oh, I love Caruso on his team. He, he can just play guard. That's that's fine, and just come out here and do what you need him to do. Uh, Smito says Schroeder is somewhat like Rozier, not as good a, a shooter, but the the play styles are similar. But that's why Rozier has a twenty million contract. Uh, as and Schroeder will says Schroeder will only earn the minimum. I mean, for one, Schroeder really have no choice to earn uh, earn the minimum. Like I said, there's only two teams that have. Uh, Cast space like that right now, and that's the Spurs and Indiana. And they're not going to sign him because they're both trying to tank. So he has no choice but to sign a minimum right now. You know what I mean? Especially if he wants to play for a contender, he has to sign a minimum. Contenders don't have a lot of money right now. So, yeah. I agree. Uh, uh, we don't need Schroeder to play heavy minutes, 10 to 15, and maybe five to six assists a game. 10 points would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, that's that's what I think, bro. I'm saying Schroeder. I'm I was saying maybe 12 points a game because I know he can score. Maybe less than that. Give me 10 points. I'll say 10 points. Yeah. Uh, and maybe like maybe like I say four assists. I'm not gonna give him five to six as he on the bench. And then Spencer right. and then will still they'll still they won't always be out of the game all the time when Dennis Schroeder's in the game. There'll still be right. some times when Dennis Schroeder's in the game and either Spencer or Luka Doncic is on the floor as well. So I say like four assists. 10 points, 4 assists. I'd be fine with Dennis Schroeder doing that. That's just not bad, man. 
Nah, that's, that's that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty efficient for that that amount of time he playing. So yeah, yep. uh, Jay says uh, the word has been for years that Dirk never liked Schroeder based on uh, their game time, uh, or their, their time uh, together on the German or not German national team. Also, keep in mind that the Celtics traded him to Houston because of the fit, and that's what I was saying, Jay. That's what I was saying, bro. Like that's that's the trepidation I'm having with him right now. It's like. You've been on a couple few teams now in the last like two years, bro. And I'm just like, and for him to be that talented, it's like, why do they keep trading you? And I, I was watching this video, uh, it was uh, earlier this week or last week, I can't remember. And this guy started kind of breaking down Schroeder's game, and he kind of touched on some of that stuff you said, Jay. And he was talking about the fact that, you know, he had kind of at, posed that question. It's like, this guy's as talented, this talented, then why are teams trading him at the end, you know, like? the last like few years or whatever and that's the kind of my, my mind frame with him too which is why when uh johnny b kept bringing his name out there i'm just like i i, I don't know like i'm not sitting there beating the door they're like yeah get schroeder like, I'm, i don't want to just get somebody to say we got somebody but like i really want this person to come in with the mind frame of look man put your ego aside we're trying to do something here we have a chance to do something, man. If you your talent, you can add to that, man, and help us get to where we're going. But if you put yourself before the team, and it's like, I'm not saying what he's doing, but it's just like what I, that question came up the same way this guy's video was talking about. I'm like, I, I always have that question about him, but people started mentioning his name coming to Dallas. It's like, but why is he still a free? Remember, I, I remember I asked you that last video. I said, why is he a free agent though? Why is he still a free agent? Because I see people throwing his numbers out there. Like, yeah, the numbers look good for what he did. You know what I mean? But why is he still a free agent though? If a guy like that is that good, why is he a free agent still? Well, I have um I have a, a, a good comment and a bad comment for that. Um, I guess I'll give the bad comment first. Uh that dirt thing was one of the, the last saving graces that I had. That's why I was like bringing the down. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. So if he yeah. doesn't, if he doesn't get along with Dirk, then you probably want to go ahead and get Dennis Smith Jr. <laughs> but um I'm asking a question before you finish. Like right. you think they gotta get you think they gotta get Dirk's blessing before they sign him? No. No. I don't think they have to. You think so? No. Okay. Go ahead. Uh Dirk stays out of that kind of stuff, so I don't think he would step in and step in front of this stuff as well. Like that'll be that'll look a certain way. But the good that I have with it as well is that if you guys are saying that he's talented and you know that he's talented, usually with guys like that, they just need guidance. So if we have a coaching staff like Jason Kidd and those guys that's supposed to be a coaching staff that actually guys will recognize and they'll even break, they'll even, they'll, they, they put pressure on guys, I guess, Jason Kidd and them do. So you either fold either, or you become a diamond, I guess. So if, And in that case too, King, like this could be his last last yeah, hoorah. That's what I'm saying. Like this might be his last hoorah. Even Jay Kidd and them is going to crush him and he's done or he's going to become a diamond. And he's gonna have Jason Kidd's blessing behind him, but I don't like that dirt. That dirt little. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't know that one, Jake. If, that, I didn't know if that's that true, I I do not. Yeah, I, I thought that would be a big thing in his favor, but yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coy says I agree, Schroeder, but realistically, Dorsey could fill JB role. Fits Dorsey. Mm-hmm. Dorsey's not really a ball handler though. He is a bucket getter. That's a difference. Um, I mean, I, I hope he can the ball, but I just don't see him feeling the actual. But we talk about with JB's role, we're talking about a guy who can be a ball handler and can facilitate a little bit. Like I said, can get you four or five assists. 
I don't know. That, that's not really his game. He's a he's he's I, more in the vein of a JJ Reddick. I think he can feel the. I think he can be the the two guard. As I said, I think the team is switching up now. So JB's role completely isn't necessary anymore. Yes, he's part of just said it. That's what I just said. Yeah, but before though we had um before we had no front court play at all. Like we had nothing that can happen in the front court. No guys that were doing anything that was gonna set anybody up, that was gonna take anybody off the dribble. We had nothing in the front court, basically. Now we have we have uh Christian Wood now who can do that for us. So I think the guy, the two guard position can, can be more of a two guard now instead of being a point guard or like combo guard. Instead, now, like I think Tyler Dorsey Woodward, he's type of player that I'm seeing him play over in Greece. He can be a two guard, like that. The way he's playing right now is pure two guard, and I think it'll work. With no, I think he is two guard. He is two guard. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. It'll, it'll work with the Luka Doncic beside him. Luka would have a straight two guard beside him that would just catch and shoot or make a quick move off the uh, off the play, off the catch. So I think that would work as far as the Tyler Dorsey and Spencer Dinwiddie can become that combo guard again off the bench, where he's playing a minutes off there. I think. Ty- the way Tyler Dorsey is playing, like in my perfect mind right now, he could start beside Luka Doncic at two guard. Like he should be the two two guard. Like there's no, they don't clash at all. There's always when it was JB, even when they Spencer Dinwiddie, there's still a clash of the guys because they play the same. Even the guys that that critique the game and you know, all, when they watch it on TV, talk about it, saying that Luke and the guys sometimes got to take step backs because it's like your turn now, my turn now, your turn now, and if you do, then you somebody gets a wide open three, the other guys, or we just take make a bucket. So with that being the way it is, Tyler Dorsey's game is more really like a two guard. So if he's a two guard and Lucas the pure point guard, then I think it would work with Spencer coming off the bench. Uh, Jeffrey says, "And Nico, we trust. Uh, that's still the model here. That's still the model here. King don't believe that, but I do, y'all. I still, and I still believe it. I still, come on, <laughs> bro. I says, if we just moved Dinwiddie to the bench, wouldn't our problem be solved?" Yeah, Jason gave so gave too many promises. Yes and no, because okay, so a lot of the thinking that we have, guys, when it comes to having that extra ball handler is the playoffs. Well, okay, so you got Dodo and you got Reggie, but the problem for those guys was they don't have a third guy to rotate out with those guys, so they're putting a lot of minutes on those two guys. It's going to be the same thing here with Luke and Spencer Dinwiddie. If you don't have a third guy to rotate those guys around and keep each other fresh, to take pressure off each other, then you're going to put a lot of pressure and a lot of minutes on, on Luca and on Spencer Dinwiddie, which is what they're trying to avoid, which is why they're trying to find another ball handler. Because y'all saw that part of the game worked when you had those three ball handlers this past season. That worked. You know what I'm saying? So they're trying to go back to that formula of, listen, you're trying to – the, the key for this, too, y'all, we're trying to take as much off of Luca's plate as possible. That's the key. You're trying to take as much off his plate as possible. We know he's Superman. He can do this and do that. But you don't want him to have to do that. So the way you do that is you try to get take as much of that responsibility off his plate and give it to other people. And the only way you're going to do that, you, you got Spencer Dinwiddie and add another guy that can also help alleviate pressure off of not just Luca but also Spencer Dinwiddie. That's what they're trying to do. But so so if yeah yeah you can but at the same time it's like but you're still gonna have that problem of just rotating just those two guys and those two guys being your general ball handlers. I agree with him, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I I think it would work if Dinwiddie was on the bench. 
I know y'all have all told me y'all believe in Reggie. Reggie, that's uh, no pun intended. I think Reggie gonna struggle this year. I'm gonna knock on wood. Nigga, you been on, you been on Reggie all, all summer. I'm tired. I, I, I've been on Reggie, and I was on a Reggie train when he was here. As far as playing, I'm telling you, I think Reggie gonna struggle. I keep, yeah, I don't. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Hope I, not, man. He struggled. He struggled. I hope not. I hope not as well. But I'm telling you, I saw the way he played on the bench, and it was not good. And I think if you start him beside Luka, the, the, the scoring, the issue with Luka Doncic is that you really want to take the scoring off his plate. Like, you don't want to be scoring as much. He doesn't have to score as much. He should be a point guard. He should be a per point. Like Jason Kidd type guy that can do everything. He can run the, the, the break. He can do everything he can do. He shouldn't have to score as much. So that's how you keep his energy down, where he can have bursts of scoring when he needs to score. If you let a Christian Wood or somebody like that help him out with that, like Christian Wood is going to score. I believe that. The other guys going to get their buckets. JaVel McGee's going to score over 10 a game, I believe. If he's in the starting lineup, he should get you over 10 a game based off of loves. I think he's going to actually get loves consistently and have loves like doing the game and all that. Then you you should have Dodo and Reggie, your three-point shooters, and then Spencer and them guys off the bench being the bench unit. I, I agree. I think that would work perfectly, but I don't know. It's just that guys, I don't know why we had a lineup even talked about so early, J-Kid. You should have waited. Smito, here we go. Smito says, uh, if Dorsey can hold his own on defense, that's the question, Smito. He said he might be a real steal. Don't forget that Seth Curry also needed a while to find his role in the NBA. Dorsey is 26 like Seth was when he first played for us. Yeah, that's a good point, Smito. Good point. Uh, let's see. Go to uh, the next one. I know, I know he didn't um... – I don't even put WTM, but he asked the question. Oh, Marco was good. He says, uh, what's your possible starting lineup in game one? The best option if we didn't look for a trade from you, Rail and King. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate it, Marco. Uh my starting lineup. I know King gonna kill me because he's been killing me since uh we signed pretty much signed Jabel McGee. It's gonna be Luca Spencer, Dodo, Christian Wood, and then McGee. I know, I know, I know you're going to kill me. I know you're going to kill me because you don't want not, Reggie coming off the bench. I'm not going to kill you because I'm um, – I mean, we're going to play Christian Wood at the at the, at the four, um, him and JaVale <laughs> McGee. So I'm going to say JaVale McGee at the five, Christian Wood at the four, um, Dodo at the three, Reggie at the two, and Luke at the one. That's my that's my style lineup. I think that would be the best lineup for us to play. Hold on, say it again. You had who? Uh, I had JaVale. Uh, so yeah, he had Christian Wood to four. Okay. Dodo, Dodo playing three, Reggie playing two, and Luca one. Yeah, he been on he been on that Reggie at the two for. Tell me, Reggie need to start, man. I mean, like I said, I I'm not arguing with you on the Reggie need to start part. I'm just my thing is I, I just want I, I want to see because right now we don't know what the start line going to be, but let's just say. If Reggie does come off the bench, let's just give him some time to see what happens. You know, maybe it's maybe it'd be different this year, man. The way things are kind of set up, you know, what I'm saying where you know we're not heavily dependent on the perimeter as much this year. Now we got Christian Wood or whatever. So if I'm just like, let me just see. Now we go in 10 to 12 games, and all of a sudden he's struggling or whatever. Then okay, then then you might be right. Let's go ahead and switch up some things. But I just want to see first. Let's see how things go, and then you know we can go from there. 
Spencer Dinwiddie is a great value Luka Doncic. Like, he does a lot of things Luka do as far as, like, all-around ability and how he fills up the stat sheet and all that kind of stuff. He should be on the bench. That's just how I feel. Like, you don't need them both in the, in the start line playing beside each other. You have Spencer doing that little bit of stuff at a little at a less of a rate or whatever with against second-unit guys. That, that's what you do. Same game plan, same system. <clears throat> Uh, Coy said, uh, Josh got that bouncy, bouncy. Yeah, he got the hops, man. He young, too, your baby. Jeffrey says, if Josh Green takes a big step up, this, this uh, team will be finals bound. He is the next factor. Hey. Yeah, I can see that. Because he could be that third uh, uh, wing defender that we've been talking about needs to back up, which is why I think they didn't go at the wing defender. I think they got a lot of faith in Josh Green, bro. But the way it's sounding, are they really gonna need him? Like think of so let's let's think about it again, bro. You just said you're starting mm-hmm. on it. Reggie coming off the bench. Right. Josh Green really you got you got Tim Hardaway Jr. still as a guard, right? Um you gotta have a point guard. You're about to bring in a Dennis Schroeder, whoever it's gonna be. So how would he get a bunch of minutes spelling anybody? Like really, we got the only wing defender we gonna have in the in the starting lineup gonna be Dodo now. Just letting you know, if, if that's the starting lineup. Yep, it's gonna just be Dodo now. Just letting. I'm you know. starting to hear more and more, man, about they saying Spencer Dinwiddie might come. Uh, Christian, Christian Wood, Wood might come on the bench. bench. I'm starting to hear, yeah, I'm starting to hear more of that. Maybe, more. I'm like, maybe, maybe he gonna be, maybe he gonna be, uh, what's his name, Cat for uh, Kentucky. Who knows? Let's 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 see. Uh, Young, what's good, man? He said Dennis Smith was exposed to Donovan Mitchell. He said, I think it's time uh, for his second coming. Everybody is exposing though, Young. Uh, Smito says, uh, sadly, Conley for power doesn't work. No, nah, I was just joking, Smito. Yeah, he yeah. said, Conley has 23 uh, million dollar contracts, so either Berton, Green, or Nilakina, or TJ. Yeah, no, I, I know that, Smito. I was just joking. Yeah, thank, thank you, Frank. I was just joking. He takes praise to say the same thing. Uh, Mr. Johnson was good, man. He said, what do you think is taking so long for the Mavs to get a third ball handler when it's clear that we have a need and have two great uh, choices to pick from? Uh, Utah, like, I, you, like, like you probably said earlier. Yeah, uh, one of the one of the uh, Glow Yard members just said it's probably they're probably waiting to see Man, I you know what? To be honest with you, I don't think we're gonna get any of those Utah players. Not because we can't get them. I just think that uh, uh, Danny Ainge's asking price gonna be too high, man. Yeah. Like, like it's this dude is like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I would I want those guys. You know, like a like maybe like a a, um, a Clarkson or a Bardon or somebody like that. I would want those guys, but the way this dude talking, like he already got 13 picks and he want more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, first round pick, not just second round and all that stuff. You want first round picks for these guys. The reward so, not the reward not high enough, bro. That's basically what you're saying. The reward yeah, for like, George Fox on Mike Conley. The reward actually could be higher for uh, Dennis Schroeder. So yeah, like uh, DJ man, like I, I to me, I think like what uh, one of the guys just said, it might be the fact because we've been hearing like little slight rumors. I know we kind of gotta take it with a grain of salt when it comes to rumors in Dallas, but that Dallas is trying to get in on just the, the fire sale. If uh, uh, if you know, if you will, with Utah, 
before they kind of just like, okay, you know what? Let's go ahead and get Dennis Schroeder because they still got time. Uh, what's it, September? You got to the end of the month. That's when uh, training camp starts. So you still got time. You know what I mean? It's just the fact that because you want to get whoever you're trying to add to this team on a team before training camp starts so everybody can get acclimated together. So I think that's the one hangup. I think they're trying to see what's up with Utah. Hopefully Danny Ainge don't try to lowball anybody or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let's see, Smito says, still don't get why y'all hate, uh, why you hate Powell's $11 million contract so much, but not Berton's. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He said, I would trade Berton before Powell ended. Uh, no, Smito, no, Smito watched this Smito. show enough. Come on, man. Smito, come on, bro. You you know dang well. <laughs> we don't, we want to get rid of Berton's, but yeah. you just answered your own question. It's, it'll be with that $11 million and it being one year, it'll be a whole lot easier to yeah. get rid of Powell than it is for Berton's. Yeah, you would definitely they, want to get rid of Bertons, but how are you gonna get rid of without attaching a first round pick to him? Smiley, they can get rid of, they can give away Powell. Like I'm, I'm serious. At this they're, point, they're really now, they could give they away the white Powell right now. They can cut him basically. That's why we're just saying yeah. that. Like we would rather have Bertons gone now because we can just we can just cut Powell. So yeah. if I can get rid of Powell, we don't think Bertons. No one wants Bertons' contract. We have one of the worst, the five worst according to he has uh, one of the five report, worst contracts in the league. Contracts yes. in the league right now. So. We just sitting here dealing with it until we can deal with it. So it's not yeah, that we, we don't pray hate somebody will take him, but absolutely, we, we, we live in reality. Like we don't. The white power is an asset compared to Pat Powell. Yeah, yeah. The white power is an asset right now, Smiter. Yeah, he's, he's at a point where he's exactly. an asset. So we're, that's why we're talking about him. Bertons, we we talk about we try to we try to talk about real trades that could possibly happen, and none of them with Bertons sound like they could possibly happen now. Yeah, we're not making one of those old school NBA live trades where you got the whole all your bad players, you're trading them for all the superstars and putting them on your team and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we wish you could yeah. do something like that, but we live in reality. So, so yeah, yeah, we don't, and we're not going to tell you to type Y for yes. Exactly. Uh, Chris got a good point, too. He says every year about is about uh, who produces on the court. He said we don't know who was going to uh, going to what until the season starts. That's what, that's what I was saying, Chris. I, I just want to wait. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to wait. Like, I. I see what King is saying about the whole – he's right. Reggie did struggle coming off the bench. He turned the corner as soon as he started. I, I understand that. It's a new season. Let's just see if some things change. Let's see what happens. Let's see if, you know, kid will put him in a better situation coming off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Like, get him going early or something. We don't know. Let's just wait because we don't – I think this is probably – we probably have the, the most questions going into this season that we ever have in the last, like, few handful of years. You know what I'm saying? Like, he pretty much had an idea last year. Well, you know, well, we thought we had an idea. They ended up just – Surprising everybody, but the point is, like, we really don't know. Like, we don't know the starting lineup. We don't know the rotation. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't, we don't know what the Tyler Dorsey situation gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know if some of these players are gonna still be here when the, you know, training camp start. We don't know. So you're right. We you gotta wait. Let's wait and see. We'll we'll probably get an idea of what's gonna happen when uh, the preseason starts. So let's just wait and see. Yeah, we're just giving you our opinion right now, Chris. Uh, we know it's just predictions. There's going to be a bunch of stuff that, that changes everybody's mind and we're like, wow, about it. But this is what we got to do. It's, uh, it's, to, it's to fill the, the blank space until the season starts. And we're all waiting for it right now. So we're just doing our job, giving you guys a little bit of content that we can just discuss right here. But, yeah, we, we know. Um, it's not like taking with now, hey, bro, this, And this is the most guessing I think we've done in a while. Yeah. Like, yeah. we don't just, know. Nobody guessing. knows anything. Yeah, yeah there's we, a lot we, of guessing. I don't think just guessing. To be honest with you, I don't even think Jason Kidd don't know what they're gonna do right now. Yeah, that's how like, that's how crazy it is right now. 
We have no clue. Only, so just, only guarantee we know is uh, McGee starting. And, and yep. Spencer Dinwiddie. So Allegedly. So we just, we just, we just uh, guessing like everybody else, Chris. So don't worry about it. Like we, we're not claiming to be anybody else. We're just trying to guess and make the best educated guess like you guys can and discuss it with you. Uh, Nick, what's good, man? He said Schroeder what better man? take that vet man after what Luca did to him today. Man, Luka, listen. Man. Oh my goodness, that was personal. That was personal. That I, was personal. I listen, I, I think. I think um, he did it because he he had a his his version of a bad game in that last game, so he had to make up for it. Because now they're what eleven and what twelve and one now, but at that time they were eleven and one because they lost that game. He didn't he's never lost in in Euro basketball before, so you know he kind of was upset at what happened. I think he shot like 0-4 on threes or whatever. So yeah, yeah he he that's always one of those cases where like like say for example like Jordan like say Jordan struggled in a game. You feel sorry for that next team. Right. Like, look, I struggled in this George struggled in this game. You, you gotta take the blunt of the other <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You heard the, have you heard the story about um about Chris Weber and uh Grant Hill at the uh the uh, yeah. green team uh, game, you know, when he supposedly yeah, he beat him, when he beat yeah. Mike and Mike said, Hold up, hold up, everybody, just stop this. Let's start let's play it again and all that stuff. And Mike supposedly just destroyed them and all that. Destroyed what, them. That's, yeah, that's, he made Matt Johnson did too. Dude, all of them yeah, did. Just... That's what Mike. That's what I think. Luca basically did to Schroeder. And Luca, I haven't seen him treat somebody like that since Patrick Beverly. Like he was, I mean, he was asking for the ball and was posting Schroeder up and was like he couldn't do anything. It didn't matter who was behind him, a center behind him or whatever. Like I watched it. Luca was giving him the business. So I think it was. It had something to do with him losing. But I think Luca also yeah. hears what's going on as far as them possibly being teammates. Like that has a little bit of a. I think. Little uh, comp- competitive vibe or whatever to it as well. Uh, let's see. Let's okay. Oh, Chris. Uh, ask this right, Chris. Uh, had this. He says, "I love the commentary." He said, "But who can honestly say they uh, uh, the mass conference?" Uh, oh, yeah. King King did. Chris King did. He did. Stop showing off, man. We see you see his shirt right there, man. Stop showing your shirt off. You, you didn't have me if I want a shirt, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got no shirts out here, man. I'm out here walking around naked, man. Spider says some teams have the mid-level left as well. Says Charlotte, for example, could get Schroeder 10 million uh, MLE, most likely the 4.2 uh, biannually. They could uh, if they want fine. to, Smido, but they seem like they ain't give it to him yet. That's why the Mavericks are have the possibility to get him. He's He'd rather have a team than have no team. You, at some point, you can't just sit back and say some team might give me the mid level. You got to sign somewhere. Uh, what's that? What's that saying? Beggars can't be choosy. Yeah, beggars can't be choosy. So if nobody's asking you for anything, and some team says, "Hey, come here," he's gonna say, "All right, I'm there." Smito says, "Uh, Schroeder will be no risk whatsoever. He will have a vet mid contract if he doesn't work." Just we can just him. cut him, no problem. Yeah, and that's what King was saying. That's what King yeah. was saying. Excuse me. Um, RC says, uh, kid, kid did coach Dennis in LA that one year, and they got him a twenty. What was it? Oh, million dollar contract. And what he got? He got him a twenty million dollar contract. He turned down. Was that it? Yeah. Yep. Kid yeah. got him a twenty million dollar contract that he turned down. That which is crazy because now he never got a contract like that ever again. Here that man y'all right here, man. Johnny B. What up? What up, man? Johnny B? 
I knew you were going to be here for this. Smito says uh, Dragic will be the sixth guard uh, in the rotation if everybody's happy, which is what we were saying. Uh, <laughs> See, same thing with not sixth, but, you know, he would have been further down the pecking order if he came here. Um, my bad. Block me. Uh, it says uh, Dragic will be the sixth guard in the rotation if everybody's healthy. Lonzo, Levine, uh, Caruso. I'm going to say Dormammu because I don't even pronounce that. Uh, Dormammu's a it's a Marvel thing, if y'all read comics. And uh, White, he says, then Dragic. He said, no clue how they convinced him he will play 20 minutes. I don't know either. Probably lied to him. They often lied to him. We weren't going to lie to him. Uh, Frank, what's good, man? He said, what's good, guys? I honestly hate Dragic now. It makes no sense to sign with the Bulls. Watching him today. Come on. Yeah, watching him today, he is still good, but he will be playing every single game. Yeah. I mean, we told him that straight up, Frank. Dallas told him that straight up. I don't like, like Smito just said. I don't know what, um, you know, I don't know what the the um, the Bulls sold him. I don't know. I'm not a Bulls fan, so I don't know. But if they lied to him and said, like Smito said, saying he's gonna play 20 minutes, they're wrong for that because he just named off 85 guards ahead yeah. of him. So I, you know, the league stay doing drug is dirty. <laughs> but he he'll stay saying stuff right back though. No, so I like drug. Your talk is tough. Yeah. So I guess, man, and that's what he want. Melissa says, "Hey, guy. Hey, Melissa. What up, Melissa? Uh, let's see. Uh, RC's out here. The starting five. But what does your um, what does your five like. off the bench look like? Go ahead, bro. Uh, who do I have? I said Luca Spencer. If you talk about what we got right now, uh, Tim." Maxi, this is mine because I, I had I had uh Reggie coming off the bench. So it'd be Tim, Reggie, Maxi, Josh. Jeez, yeah. Woo, who playing what? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like and that's exactly why I said about about uh Spencer starting. Coming That's up, exactly, yeah, I know, I know, I agree. Exactly what uh, I'm saying. But my, my thing is, who you, who who you want to play out of Bertans and Dwight Powell? I don't want to play either one of them. Exactly. I need one. I, I named out four. I need I need one more. Well, Dwight, it's gonna be Dwight. Dwight does what Javel. So here's the thing: Javel McGee is a better version of Dwight of the White Powell. So the White Powell is a yes. second unit of Javel McGee. So it'll be the White Powell. It's the white that's power. gonna be interesting because we all know the white power thrives with Luca. If he's not starting with Luca, well, that's gonna be interesting, bro. Should have been be Spencer Dinwiddie. Should have been Spencer Dinwiddie. But I mean, Spencer wasn't setting him up either. Spen- yeah, Spencer was pot. No, no, in the playoffs he wasn't. In the regular season he was with the pocket passes. He was pocket passing it all the day to uh, oh, to uh, the white power. It's gonna be interesting. <clears throat> Uh, Johnny V says Schroeder, TJ, Frank, Green. Oh, I forgot about Frank. Uh, Green, Wood, Maxi would be a solid bench unit. It has offense, defense, playmaking, and shooting. So you said Wood. Okay, so you got so you got Wood coming off the bench, Johnny. Yeah. That's what King got. King got Wood off the bench. No, no, no. I had Spencer off the bench. Like, so, oh, man, this is. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, it's. Bad. I, the the perfect lineup I want I don't want Spencer I don't want JaVel McGee starting either, like so 
I, I, I wanted Christian Wood to be the, just be the center. Then you could put Dodo still at the four still. Reggie could play the three. Then you could play – you could find somebody to play the two. That's what I thought they were going to, to replace JB and then have Luca. You still got Spencer Dinwiddie on the bench, Tim Hardaway Jr. Josh Green and Frank can be a guy that one of them decide who's going to be that third guy that's behind or whatever like that. Then you got Maxi and whoever else. Uh, the, um, not the white. It will be JaVel McGee then as far as your backup center. Like, that's what I thought. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, they might go after Miles Turner for real. Like, if, if Spencer, if Christian Wood's going to be on the bench, then go after Miles Turner. You just felt, you just answered your question as far as the Dwight Powell thing, man. If Spence, if if Christian Woods going to be on the bench, you go after Miles Turner. Okay. Uh, Frank said the team before Jeremy today, Dragic was amazing because he didn't start the game before that, so he was fresh. I don't know how Dragic really believes he would wouldn't be relied more in important games. Yeah, man. Like I said, he's gonna. Oh, 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 Johnny got this. He says trade Josh Green for Cam Reddish. King? You know what? If we made that trade, Johnny, we'd get a draft pick too. At least a second rounder. Because I, I think Josh Green is more valuable oh. than Cam Reddish right now. I know, I know, I know he didn't put WT, but this is interesting. So Frank says, I assume you saw the post on Twitter of the Mavs uh, talking to Cam's agent. Yep. Saying that they, I, they would give him his minutes that he wants. Basically, that whole story about Dragic, I saw it as well, but I saw it on, on something that I didn't know it was legit or not, so I didn't send it to y'all. But um, basically, no, so you keep talk- a secret, huh? I didn't know if it was legit, so I ain't want to bring it to you, right? I ain't want to be like, oh, this is uh not legit. Who, who said it? Who uh, said I it? I saw it on like NBA updates on Facebook or something like that, so I didn't know if it was real. But it said that they, they talked to his agents and basically told him that, yeah, he can come on over and that they give him the minutes that he's looking for. So like those minutes that we think that's that wing, bro. Yep, that that wing, that guy. That's it. I think Cam Reddish can control the ball a little bit too. Cam Reddish is a is definitely a great value version of uh, Paul George. Yeah, he's one of those type of guys. So yeah, absolutely, I, I I'd say Cam Reddish right now. You know what? I take Cam Reddish over Dennis Schroeder. Yikes! Did I just say that out loud? I think I would though. Oh, bro. I see you. Maybe they said something in here on, on a smoking Cuban or something. No, they didn't say nothing. Bro, Cam Reddish. That's interesting. One, Cam Reddish is a breakout, is one breakout like season away from being a, like a, a almost a star, man. Like that's how I feel about yeah. Cam Reddish. Like he's, he's, he's showing, he's showing a lot of potential. You just need to, you need to, he's need to play in time where he can put it together and just be doing. He's one place where somebody believes in him and somebody gets it out of him and he's doing something like the, the potential is there. It's there. He just needs to get it out of him. So if JK really that dude and he can get it out of camp, camp still young. Like that would be so crazy if we got the track, we got the draft trade pick back. <laughs> if we got Cam yeah. Reddish back, that would be crazy. Yeah. Like tr- the Atlanta Hawks would like take so many L's. For that, if it worked out, wasted the pig. Johnny says, uh, Dorsey is coming from somebody roster spot. If Giannis, Giannis will make sure Milwaukee Milwaukee gets him and he has a real role. He posted him on his IG saying he was a and it said blank. I can't, we can't read what that is, uh, Johnny. Yeah, but I also think 
you get Dorsey over here and give him a role because I still don't say Giannis going to end his career in Milwaukee. That's just my opinion. Ooh, hot take. Uh, Dominique says, uh, do you uh, guys still think perimeter def- defense is a immediate need, or do you think we should just focus on the third ball handler? I think I think, uh, I think the ball handler, if you give me those two choices, Dominique, I still say ball handler because yeah. we didn't have a slew of perimeter defenders last year. And look, and look, we had what a, a top six defense in the league last year, so and now we added a, a solid rim protector with our defense this year, so the defense, I not saying I, I wouldn't want to get a perimeter defender. I'm just saying, like, you give me those two choices, I would say ball handler before I say defender. I mean, they're throwing out Cam Reddish now, so, I mean, that'd be a nice little wing to add. That's a guy that can do both. It'll be awesome to get a guy that can do both. I still think perimeter defender is a, a immediate need, but if you ask me which one is more important, it's the third ball handler first, and I think we're getting to the point in the season and with the roster spots and what we have where we can't really – we probably can't get both of them unless we get them both in one player. So, yeah, I'm gonna go for the I go for the third ball handler first. Well, Smile said, "Look like my, my German dry humor doesn't work for this crowd here. If it comes to Powell and Berton, nah, you good, Smile. You know we love you. No, you good, Smile, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you good. Uh, let's see. Oh, Smile said, just call him Ao. Uh, that's easier than yeah." Oh, okay. Uh, matter of fact, uh, oh, that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I know, I know, I know what that dude is now. Yeah, I know what that dude is now. Uh, Johnny says Schroeder is better than Dragic currently. He said would be a more productive fit. People ain't ready to have that conversation. No. Who said? Hold on, Johnny. You, it's not like you just hit us over the head with something here. Yeah. Who is saying Dragic is better than Schroeder right now? Ah, uh, so here's my here's my argument, my fight back. Schroeder is better than Dragic right now if they had to play the same role like a starter or something like that. But because of Dragic's previous role, his 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 game and what he's learned and how good he is, his IQ, he's better at the position that I think the Mavs want both of them to play than uh, Schroeder is, if that makes sense. Like, that J.J. Barrera role again. Like, J.J. was awesome at being J.J. for us towards the end of his career where we just needed a spark plug and he can be rested and just come out there and show old J.J. for a second. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that old Dragic look would be awesome in 16 minutes before over a Schroeder look, if that makes sense to you. Uh, DC, I was good, man. He says, uh, isn't Spencer really – our six man. I mean, he should be, but according to Kid, Kid said himself during the summer league that he's gonna be starting at the two guard. So, um, yeah, I mean, he really is. I I, I would trust him over THJ at the six man. Yeah, I said it, Johnny B. I said it. I would trust him over THJ at six man because he can do a whole lot more than THJ. THJ uh, is really says, he's gonna be inconsistent. Yeah. He is what he is. I expect it. I told you, baby. Uh, Jr. Smith. Uh, Johnny says Cam Reddish can be for us what Wiggins is for Golden State. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Somewhere. Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Hey, I ain't give you no props, man. You ain't making sense tonight. I ain't give you no props, man. Frank Somewhere said it's fake. Though. Sense Frank said it was fake, though. 
<sighs> All right, good night, y'all. We'll talk to y'all later, man. Y'all ain't got me hyped up, man. Because I, I didn't see anything on Smoking Cuban, so that's why I was like, hold on, man. If that's real, then, uh, huh. yeah. Yeah, I would too, Frank. I would love to have him, man, for sure. We've been talking about that for a while now. Uh, Coy says, I agree with Cam Reddish. Has un- I agree. Cam Reddish has untapped potential, and J. Kidd Reddish is pretty good at defense, isn't he? Yeah, he's a solid defender too, man. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's like I said, he's shown – He's shown flashes of potential, man, when he actually has the time to uh, to play. You know what I'm saying? So, which is why he was so mad about the whole, you know, his situation over in uh, New York. And I don't, I, I'm not a, I'm not a Tom Thibodeau fan at all. So I don't know what Tom. I feel like you're wasting his talent over there, man. With Tom Thibodeau, like you're not using the man right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Uh oh, Chris said he truly believes Hardy is uh Nico Harrison's uh secret X Factor. He said, "Quote me, okay." Hey, yeah, we got it. it. We got it on wax now, uh, Chris. We got it on wax. I've said it. I've said they really believe in Jaden Hardy. Well, somebody, it's somebody on the team they really believe in that we don't know about. <laughs> Johnny says, "Since JB's gone, who else contract extension am I going to debate on?" A game to game basis. Uh, so you only you only got uh, Josh Green. Yeah, Josh Green. Yeah, I'm about to say if you only got four people, man, it's got contracts. It's up, Johnny. That's uh, Josh Green, uh, Maxi, the White Pal, and uh, Frank Nilakina. I think uh, all four. It's it's definitely Josh. You you put a gun in my head right now and say I had to choose. I think Josh Green would be the one that probably end up staying. But he's the one that, that Johnny B is going to have to talk about how much he gets paid all year because that's his guy he talks so much trash about. He talks so much trash about Josh Green now like he did JB last year. So all year, yeah. Johnny B got to tell us how much he's making next year. How much you giving him for the next contract, Johnny B? We want to know that all year. Listen, I'm going to tell you now, too. Like, he, he got to come with it. He got to come. Right. This is it. This is it. Not just because it's, yeah, it's a contract year for sure, but – yeah, yeah, he got he got to come with it, man. Yeah. Uh, Corey says he thinks Josh Green. A lot of people think that Josh Green is the X factor. Corey, so yeah, I can see that. Like I said, it's a year. It's no more of that he got excuses and stuff like that, man. Like oh, he he played in the bubble. He didn't have a proper rookie year. All that. It's out the door. You've yeah. been in the league long enough now, man, to start establishing yourself, man. I, I, I always use those two examples of the guys who got drafted around them. All those guys kind of figured it out. They, they they got a mark in the league now, so it's your turn now, man. You got to come on with it, man. You gotta have something to to grasp on, man, to get the people, you know, some kind something to believe in with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and Johnny says, uh, since it's Josh, he's starting at one point two. Okay, that's fair. We'll that's fair. That's 1. fair. 2. That's fair. We're not keeping him though. Oh, he said I'm gonna do C Woods also and Schroeder if we get him. Okay, I don't know about Schroeder, but okay, I can see C Woods. If Josh I, see, I can see C Woods. If Josh Green is making one point two million a year, I don't think the Mavericks keep him. Gonna depend. It's gonna depend. That's that's supposed to, that's gonna be five years, four years for uh five point what eight mil. You think the Mavericks gonna? Oh, oh that? that's what you're saying. Yeah, you know I'm saying like yeah. I don't think they're gonna give him another contract for that. They're gonna just say okay, goodbye. We can take the we can take the roster spot. Of course, they've been saying this is last year. Okay, yeah, because hey, Josh got to come with it, man. Yeah, Josh got at least with it. Josh got to at least make over ten million dollars a year for his for his. And how do you do that? By getting something, man, like Josh Green, close enough, to, he can get. The, I think he can get the fifteen million. Tell you the truth, adding one offensive move, Ooh. he's a, he could be. 
You don't think Josh Green gets a fifty million dollar player? Yeah, I don't know. I have to see the way the contract. We talking about fifty million. Your boy, uh, your boy Anthony Simons just got twenty million dollars a year. Twenty something. Anthony Simons years. been showing potential since he got in the league, though. Since so he showed he that much lead. more. To, he showed that much more than Josh Green before this year. Before this year, he showed he showed that much more than Josh Green. Before yes. this year. Yes. Other than winning the dunk contest, he showed way more than Josh Green. Yes. Heck, heck no, he didn't, man. Not before this previous year. He was a dunk contest champion. That's it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, that guy is. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, I knew he was on the team, but just because he was in the dunk contest, that's it. Yeah. No, nah, he had some potential me. though. It's just like to remember, he had uh he had Dame and uh CJ in front of him, so it's kind of hard for him to kind of flex his muscle, but you know. He added a piece. So we're we gonna see if he can live up to that little 20 or whatever he got. But he added a piece last year. He added something to his game, got him 20 million dollars a year. Like if Josh Green, he's still a higher draft nah, pick, a you, younger guy. You, nah, you know what you know what helped him? You know what you know what helped Anthony Simons? CJ leaving. Well, well yeah, that but and Dame get playing time. And Dame getting hurt, yeah. Dame getting playing time. Yep, you're right. It's all the ball's in your hands. You the guy. Go out there and score. Yep. Because if if you didn't trade CJ and then Dame didn't get hurt, what would have happened? Like what, he wouldn't have got twenty million. If Josh Green can make, say, if Josh Green can make over thirty five percent of his corner threes, he can make fifteen million dollars. Yeah, he got, he got hit. He got hit them corners, man. Yep. You gonna you gonna get a lot of corners. You gonna get a lot of corners. He get over thirty five percent of that. Okay. He'll get he'll get fifteen mil. Frank just said, asked, uh, uh, "What kind of role should Josh Green play? Uh, that that third uh, uh, the third wing behind Dodo and Reggie? Like this is why I'm saying like I don't we don't hear Dallas too much going after like we hear ball handler. We don't hear an extra wing because I really feel like they think they have it with Josh Green because that's all we've been seeing is Josh Green videos." You know, Dow, and uh, I think Mark Cuban talked about him and stuff, and talking about how he he see him working hard on his game and all that stuff. Like I got a lot riding on his shoulders this year, man. Got a lot riding on his shoulders, man. I see a lot of roles, Frank. Um, it's different ways he can go right now. Uh, he could become a. I, I think he could become a two guard if he can get some type of like offensive move. If he can get a. If he can get to the rim and finish, he can be a two guard. I think. Um. I think if he can, you know, maybe if his shot doesn't fall and he's just a guy that can dribble the ball and play defense and all, he can be a point forward. Like, I think Josh can go a whole bunch of roles. Like, I think he's he has the potential to do a whole bunch of things. It's just we tired of hearing potential. You ready to see it actually? Yeah. Um, it's four, year four. We got to see something. Let's, let's, yeah. see, let's see what you become. Let's play on something and let's see what you become. All right, let's try to run through these. All right, after one hour and thirty minutes, uh, Johnny says, uh, "Nah, King, that's where we started him off at one point two. He said he, that's fine. He, yeah, no, yeah, we're cool with that, Johnny. That's cool. Caught him there. I'm just saying, if he makes that, he's not going to be on the team. If he stays now, around that area, he got to get to a certain now, area. I'm saying. Now, I want, I want, I want to get this on, on wax. Now, Johnny, are you going to do him like you doing JB? Like, if you have a good game, you only move it up like half. But then he, he do a bad game, three. you drop it down like ten, bro. Like <laughs> we, we didn't get that squared away right oh, now, man. Man, he he not going like, anywhere. Yeah, he had like JB was starting by seventeen. He have a good game, okay, seventeen point five. Yep. He had a bad game, oh, 13.2. Like, bro, like <laughs> he's a he's a twelve now. 
Yeah, like, bro, he took like 10 million off his contract, bro. Like, man, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, man. Smarto says, uh, we can only hope Green doesn't show too much or he will be way too expensive. I don't think he'll yeah. be that much, that much time, Smito, to be too expensive. Now, yeah, and, and on top of that, we got his bird right, so we can sign him back to whatever. We, yeah. have, we always sign him back to more than everybody else. I know we said that before, which is it's, it's true. But I don't see Josh, like, Josh Green and, and Jalen Brunson are two separate type of people, man. Like, they were on two separate paths. Like, Jalen Brunson at a different point in his career, you know what I'm saying, where he had that uh, that option to go to another team, you know, team wanting him. I don't see teams just lining up for Josh Green, you know what I'm saying? So if Dallas offers him something, I see him taking it in the stand. No yeah, if, if they offer him something, like you said, if they don't let it sit out, he becomes something. But I think it's two different situations. Um, and I think either way, you – you want your players that are homegrown to become expensive. Like, so if he does become that good, then and sign him. Dane's a first round pick. You definitely wanted to hit. Yeah, like go sign him. Getting on Atlanta about the whole uh Cam Reddish thing. Yeah. Uh Johnny says I'm starting wood at 18 million, and it's up to him to make it increase or decrease. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be up to him for sure, man. Okay, I like that. I would have did him at set. I think he what we said he got an extension four for seventy seven. Yeah, four for seventy seven. No, 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 no. Four for Luca King. Four for Luca. Yeah, four for Luca. Uh, Smito says uh, Green shot three uh, thirty six percent from three last season. Was just off of uh, was just off in the playoffs. Thirty six. Yeah, we're gonna need that to kind of increase though, man. We're gonna need that to increase. How many a game was hey, he shooting, Smito, as well? Maybe like yes, Smito. How, how many was he shooting the game? Uh, let's see. Same way Luca is off in the Euro basket right now. He shot. He shoots like twenty percent. Dang, are you serious? Yeah, he had that. I he know had he over. went like over. Yeah, he had over. Yeah. That's why they still could dropped. Yeah. Dang, that's not good though. Luca should not be taking like nine threes a game. He should bully and take threes when they just when they start packing. Like his three point game, it should be inside out, never outside in for Luka Doncic. Yeah, his game would be so easy, and he, he it'd just be so easy for me if he just always played that way. Appreciate it, Bertans, and then when he get back to any type of performance, then the marriage would be deadly. Yeah, that would definitely add a different dimension. For sure. Yeah, I, I don't know if Bertans ever getting back to that, y'all. It's been years. Hey, I, I hope he do. That'd be great. Yeah, That'd be, be great awesome. If he, do. If, he, if he got back to what he was before he got that contract, absolutely. Oh my god. We were shooting like 85% from three. <laughs> yeah. Johnny says, y'all don't debate my, my pace system. Hey, no, no, we, we cool with it, Johnny. It's cool. You stick, if you want to start him off at 18, that's fine. We'll work from there. And then yeah. we can start at 1.2. Cause Josh, and not like Josh can get a super max or nothing. So that's fine. We'll start at 1.2. Oh, Smito said he shot uh, 1.2 threes a game 1.2. in 15 minutes. Can he give me three next year, Smito, at about 36? I mean, I'm sorry, at about 38%? Yeah. Even 36. I take it with the, with the increase in volume. If you give me three, three threes a game, three and a half maybe. I like three, 3.5 if he gets me. 3.5 threes at the same 36%, I take it. Yeah. All right, man. That's going to probably do it for us, guys. We already over an hour and a half. That was a good one, man. That was a real good one, man. Awesome. Appreciate y'all. Uh, rocking with us tonight, man, for a brand spanking new one here, guys. Listen, if you guys are brand new to the channel, guys, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Like we said, training camp, y'all. Training camp is like, what, about three weeks away? We almost there. 
we almost there. So I'm ready for that. That definitely give us more to talk about. So we'll kind of have an idea of what this team is going to look like somewhat going into the preseason. So, but yeah, if you guys are into map content, guys, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, guys. And also, if you enjoyed the content tonight, go ahead and hit that like button, guys. That'll help us go a long way. We definitely appreciate the Glow Yard members uh, tuning in to our show, guys. We definitely appreciate y'all, man. Y'all, I will make the show go around. We definitely appreciate it. Also, guys, follow our socials. We got We Talk Mavs on Twitter, and we got We Talk underscore Mavs on Instagram, guys. So follow us on there. And uh, like King said before, if you guys want to donate to the channel, guys, on, we, we take donations on Anchor. If you listen to us on podcast form on Anchor, you can donate on there. And also here on the channel, uh, you can donate on Cash App at uh, dollar sign We Talk Mavs, guys, if you find it your heart to donate. Also, guys, uh, I'm missing something. I'm missing something, King. Uh, share, share, and more share, as I always say. Anywhere, there you go, man. anytime, any place, let people know. That we out here making this show and they can help us out. Um, also, before you go, where I see Johnny BX, his space is over or nah. Nah, right now we they're just taking a break because of the uh because of those dragons. So once <laughs> once that's over, or we might if we if we do decide to get in there, we'll let you guys know on Twitter. Just make sure you yeah, we'll let you know, stuff. guys. But once yeah, that's we'll over, you know. we'll we'll hop back on it once the Game of Thrones is over. I might hop on a few times too, just to say what's up, but I ain't gonna be in there long by myself, guys. Just letting you know. Oh, Smito says it's finally coffee time. I keep forgetting, Smito, you. It's morning time over there with you, man. I keep forgetting that. But yeah, uh, with all that being said, guys, listen, we'll be back here Friday morning, 10:30 a.m. Same map time, same map channel. Actually, might want to make it 10 o'clock, Kings. I got something very, 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 very important to do on Friday morning, man. It's very important. I got to do so. It will probably be 10 a.m. on Friday, guys. So yeah, guys, tune into that. We'll be back here Friday morning. Uh, same map time, same map channel. With all that being said, guys, listen, guys, it is your boy Real. Got my co-host King. It's We Talk Mavs here on. Oh, Johnny, what? Stop cussing, Johnny. I told you about that cussing, man. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back here on Friday, guys. We Talk Mavs here on the Globe Mavs production. Catch you guys here again very, very soon.